What'd you do? No, this one fifty one. I didn't realize. Oh, okay. Not on some Russian. I just didn't realize that was time had passed. It's cool. Oh, uh, I meant to bring my cards over here. Oh, I get it for you, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Oh, actually, you don't. You don't even need to be that that close up. On oh, this one. Lazy. I'm, a, I'm adjusting I'm so it used. as you. I know. I'm literally adjusting it because I'm trying to get a feel for where you're gonna be at, and then just adjust it. From I'm there. sorry. I'm so used to having to be all up on the mic. Now nah, you good. Pause. You're kind of good with that one. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Just when you do talk, talk like if you can. You don't Welcome. have to be right up on it. Just talk towards it. To the Fix Your Crown podcast. It's your boy, Duce Hey. Dude. Big shit popping, big things are going. I say, I say, it's your boy Duce Jones. Duce, Duce. I was just waiting for the Duce, Duce. Okay, it's my, it's my birthday month. I'm gonna get the shit. Well, I was trying to, I was trying to mix at the same time. Nah, nah, you're fine. I'm, I'm trying to learn shit too now. Uh, Duce Jones to the left, me the impeccable Avery Luke two and seven. I think I caught him before he was about to bust a move. Avery Luke. 217, I gotta tell you that it's Avery Luke. 217, no 217, yeah. Avery Luke. 217, no 217. If you're gonna say my name, just make sure that you said it for me. Ooh, make sure you said it. Make sure you said it for me. Make sure you said it. Make sure you said it for me. Sure you said it. Man. <laughs> and yeah, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's been like, uh, Two weeks. Damn, what's with us in two week intervals? You know what it is? It's working in healthcare, D. Working in healthcare yeah, is wanna... has been quite stressful. Management ain't been doing their job. Motherfuckers been calling <laughs> out, <laughs> quitting, and not you know showing up. And that's just... not management's fault. No, that's not management's fault. But how the situation gets handled yes. from that point, yes. and how the uh, situation is communicated to your staff from that point is on management. So when I go to work thinking I'm going to be there from 11 to 9 and nobody tells me that there's a whole motherfucking CPR thing that everybody is mandatory supposed to do and no one told me till the night before, it's like, wait, wait, wait. What the actual fuck? You want, I've been here already 10 hours. Mm. So if the class starts at 10, that means I got maybe an hour to try to go get some food from somewhere that's I had to settle for a McDonald's motherfucking McGriddle, nigga. Because I couldn't find a diner. I couldn't find a deli. I couldn't find a Krausers. Nothing. I was pissed, bro. Not even a... No, a 7-Eleven ain't no better. <laughs> 7-Eleven get you hurt. You know what? I'm not... I'm not feeling that part, though. Quick shout out. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. No, you good. No, do your shout out. Quick shout out to my uh, my current drug dealer. Who provided me with this sour OG? It is quite tasty, and I've been loving every puff. So thank you, sir, for all of your hard work. I commend you. Boom. Huh? How you been, guy? Audience, please forgive him. He got chips in the bike. He got the fucking crumples in the oh, bike. Man. He don't use headphones during the audio recording, so he really has no idea just how much it picks up. He only hears after I've edited, and then he's like, "Oh, sweet." <laughs> <laughs> Alright Okay <laughs> I know you had some shit going on I know you was working over the weekend I didn't want to hit you up 
And both times I thought about it, it happened over a weekend. Last weekend, I had thought about it after our last episode. And I had, like, given some type of shout-out about something. And I was like, damn, I need him to fix that. But then I was like, damn, this nigga on the road. <laughs> I know he's not going to be looking at his computer. Uh, I'm going to just wait. I'm going to just wait till Monday. <laughs> See what happens. This nigga going to hit me up Monday morning. He always hit me up Monday morning. I'm going to see this nigga. You know? It lets me know he's still alive for some reason. Every Monday, he's like, nah, nah, I made it. I made it, I made it through another weekend. It, but he never says it that way. He says, yo, how are you? <laughs> that's, yo, all right, he made it back. Yeah, that's my <clears throat> that's my way of saying, like, dog, you know what I'm saying? We, we we found a way to overcome somehow, some way, celebrating God for another day. Right, right. But I'm sorry, I didn't need to inter- interject. No, I saw a good play, but um, I've been I've been well. Um, was struggling a bit last week. I'll be honest on the depression scale. Um, I was really missing Jeremy and Dustin last week, like just heavily, heavily, heavily. Um, Brian reached out to me and wanted to have a conversation. Um, so I guess they wanted to they want to release some of the songs that we had recorded right before I left like the unreleased stuff oh. and they were asking me how I felt about the shit and I was like I don't really care like I'm all for sharing the music you know what I'm saying like there's no reason for that stuff to go unheard and to just sit on the shelf so um so I was like fuck it if we can find a way to you know at least try to make it sound a little better than what it did because we recorded you know back in 2017 and shit um then why not and to do Andrew, the homie Drew, shout out to you and all the work that you've been doing and all your ventures. My guy is just so talented. Uh, Andrew Bayless, um, he found the original stems for the shit so he can really get freaky with the mix and the master and shit. So I'm looking forward to that because I think <clears throat> the music that we were making at that point before everything ended was like really special in that we had made the decision to like really cross over and do some different shit than what we were used to. And it was like our first full effort of just like, shit that niggas wouldn't be expecting from photo at all like the first song like the first song on the, on the whole pack like bro i swear it sounds like some disney shit but like in the most dope way ever like on some like damn like you wrote that type shit like it, it's one of those where like when i'm listening to these records it like it kind of was bittersweet because i was like yo niggas had heat i know like heat you and you know because i was calling you all I'm the time, deal. and you like. <laughs> I was at the rehearsals. Like niggas had Wondering. heat, bro. Niggas had heat. But you know what I'm saying? Things happen. For, you know how they happen for a reason, and we here now. And I'm just looking forward to people getting to hear it. So, you know, I'm in a good. <clears throat> I'm in a good space today, and just enjoying the day, enjoying life. And um, my cousin is turning uh, 16 this weekend. I'm gonna be the host of the masquerade ball, so I'm looking forward to that. Shout out to you, Genesis. I love you, baby girl. Can't wait hey. to celebrate you this weekend. Happy birthday. But other than that, cuz, you know what I'm saying? We desire a player. You know what I'm saying? We desire a player. My D&D uh, campaign has been going really dope. I'm in a uh, Monday campaign online. It's been a lot of fun. So shout out to the group and Exiles of Kel. Shout out to y'all. Okay. Okay. Huh? And how about you, player? I mean, you the one that just turned. You know what I'm saying? I just had a special day. Just had a, 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 a celebratory dia. Was it? I had no idea. Oh, it didn't feel shit. like it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a celebratory day. I mean, I count October 3rd a, a, 
day in black history. A great day in black history. Great day in black history. Um, if you didn't know. Yeah. I mean, um, past two weeks were cool. I've just been doing a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you've been busting your ass. A lot of stressing. Getting them uh, shifts. Yeah, I had to, in rebuttal to girly catching COVID when she did, you know, yeah. that kind of... If you guys don't know the the sincerity of COVID, bro, besides the sickness, everything else still gets affected, too. Yeah, the severity is nuts. And, um, yeah, so, you know, rent time and all that shit came around. People's birthdays came up. Uh, bills still got to get paid. Bills, the children still got to get their smiles. So it's like my niece's baby shower or my bro's baby shower just happened. Congratulations to my brother Quentin. He just proposed. Shout out to Q. Shout out to Q. You know, um, yeah, I saw the proposal on the snap and shit because I forgot that I had him on the snapper. So I seen your shit from from the location and then I seen his, his shit happen to fall right after yours. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. So I watched your whole story from the shit and then his shit came up and I was like, oh, this is this is fucking perfect. This is perfect. I get to see the the, fucking, the, the entire celebration. I love this shit. Uh, yeah, bro. That day was cool, and uh, I just been either. Doing overnight work or driving DoorDash, to be 100% honest with you. I got this gift from my girl on my birthday. It was like, word, that's what's up. Um, I know the motherfucking nice, too. Appreciate. And that, But you better be working now that you got all this motherfucking equipment, nigga. Yeah, I got too much equipment. You got too much equipment not to be doing shit with it. So do I, though. So do I. I tell myself every day, like, nigga, you are wasting Time. Well, I got a, I got something for that later this episode as well. All right, bet. But um, Sunday came around, the third, and I don't know, man. Thirty one, first recollection of thirty one was, damn, I don't know what I did in the past. <laughs> I thought I, I think I'm a pretty good dude. I think you're a great guy. I think I'm all right. And thank you for being one of the few people that I know in my life that will, like, remind me of such. And or will, because I've never really, like, had it up until maybe, like, last year, celebrate me. Um, I didn't receive any phone calls on Sunday. Everything. I tried to FaceTime you. No, 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 I understand. I was driving. I don't think it went through. I think the okay. new focus shit on fucking... Oh, shit. Because I tried. I wanted to see your face so bad. It's all good, baby boy. But nobody, nobody reached out. Uh, shout out to Nala. Nala did. Shout out to you, queen. Shout out to you, baby girl. Um, queen. And... I don't know. That shit just had me in my head. Especially for the fact that I was just... I was just out here trying to get it on Sunday. I ain't care about being... You know, no weird specific or anything like that. I was just like, fuck it. Here's my mission. Let's get responsibilities done and taken care of. And we'll go home afterwards, bro. Cool. Spent the whole day doing that shit. I didn't hear. I didn't hear anything. If anything, I went on Facebook and saw those posts. And thank y'all so much for that love and appreciation. I appreciate all that. But I ain't here. From nobody, and it was Sunday, bro. I know y'all ain't doing shit on a fucking Sunday, but that's neither here or there. I just watched my friends and all these other 
people in my life be celebrated and appreciated for who they are and the things that they uh, bring into this world and shit like that. And then my day comes around and I'm just like, ah, maybe I'm just being a brat. Maybe, maybe I'm just being a brat. Last year's celebration was cool. Turned 30. Had a little nice little the, um, uh, yeah, no, surprise I, party and shit. I was looking at the story from that shit too the other day. My guy fucking was in on the, on the shits, you know. But for, for the majority, I didn't hear from those same people this year. So let me ask you this, right? Because I be having these conversations with my girl all the time. Because you know me and you know how I get down. If I fuck with you, I fuck with you the long way. And if I don't fuck with you, I don't fuck with you at all. And there's no hate there. I just don't have energy to be wasting, right? Precisely. So I've gotten to a point in life where if I recognize that <clears throat> whatever you're giving isn't beneficial to what I'm trying to get, then we can't be in the same motherfucking lane. And I got to go ahead and do what I got to do. So I ask you, like, now that this has happened, you know, multiple years and you've gotten to see, like, okay, certain individuals don't seem to value me in the way that I thought they did. Mm. Should I now be looking at this friendship in a different light? Should I be moving with these individuals, you know, differently? Like, what do I have to, what kind of responsibility do I now have to take moving forward so that I don't end up in this position again next year feeling some type of way, you know what I'm saying? Because at this point, you can control how you feel this time next year by eliminating certain motherfuckers that you can say, hey, all right, fuck it. Like, you don't fuck with me like that. That's cool. Like, we had whatever we had in our 20s, and it's clear that we've, like, grown apart in life and grown separate, and that's fine. That's, that's what happens. But that's when you have to start, at least for yeah, me. Yeah, it's just the realization of it all. And, I, and bro, the fact that it came on my B-Day was just bro. like, okay, all right, thanks for putting a lot of shit in perspective, bro. folks. That's that's kind of right. what happened to me when I was on Facebook and during, like, the, the I, guess I, was, I, I guess I'll call it the height of police brutality in social in the media, right? Um, and just seeing certain individuals that I thought were my friends and people I thought were my like brothers, like for real, for real, like, and just seeing the type of rhetoric they had and the mindsets that they had and the belief systems that I didn't know they had, it was just like, okay, like didn't realize you don't like black people, didn't realize you don't like anything but Italians, didn't realize you can't stand Mexicans, didn't realize you don't like Asian people. I didn't realize these things about you individuals. And that does not, that's not, it's not that's not mix. conducive to how I'm trying to live my <laughs> life, B. This is all inclusive on this side, cuz all inclusion. So anything that's got to do with exclusion, you can exclude yourself from my life, fuck nigga. But that's how, that's how I felt. And so Sunday was just a lot. Oh, not Sunday. F- Saturday was it Saturday? What what day was my fucking birthday? Sunday. It was Sunday. The third. So Sunday was just a lot, and then um, I felt alone, and I felt like maybe with all the shit that I like, I know I'm a good person. You feel me? Like I know that I strive to like just want to use myself as an example and shit. And I, I put everything on Front Street, you know, for motherfuckers to see. And I tell my side a story. And I be waiting for the other side sometimes. Like, if I'm wrong, let me know. If if I've done you wrong, please let me know. Uh like address me. Don't don't let me just leave after some shit stares up. I don't move like that. You're not, not anymore. Excuse me. 
You gonna hear me now You like, can't expect everybody to move like you though Like some motherfuckers just, just move like that Like if If you If they feel like you wronged them in any sort of way whatsoever. Be it the most Tell tiniest. Me. Some niggas don't feel like they owe you the explanation. Yeah, you right. You right. It's just crazy. Like, I, I agree. I feel like as adults, we can we should all be say, able to have conversations. babies, like, adults. We know what all this shit comes with. Like, we know the package. We know how to maneuver. Well, I think we know how to maneuver in this life for the most part. Like, we've been here for, what, three Generations now, it's every ten years. Generation, uh, what is it? What's that shit? I don't know. Every ten years is a decade. I don't know. Generation. Three decades. Either way, y'all didn't pick up on that just yet. You're supposed to talk to the shit, but we could fake the funk. I'm cool with that too. Fake if, the funk. If that's what we're labeling it as. We gonna fake the funk. But yeah. Uh, but besides all that morbid shit, nigga really been in like focus mode. Like we. We do this, right? We do this weekly, and I'm really proud. We've been doing this for a year, uh, this time of the year now, and I'm really glad that we got that. Matter of fact, gunshot for the mother, another gunshot for the Hey. I mean, I'm just... Uh, I don't know. Anywho... <laughs> Shit's great on this side, though. And, oh, that's what I was getting at. As much as that shit bothers me, uh, or did bother me, the rest of the time I was out, I was in work mode. And I've been in work mode before my birthday uh, since that other horrible shit happened. And I don't know, bro. We got some shit coming on Saturdays. I'm going to try to do shit on Saturdays when you're out of town. I'm going to bring people in. Do like little short 30 minute, maybe 45 minute interviews and shit. That's dope. And go from there. I need something else to do. <laughs> uh, producing still. We'll play some shit later. And I don't know, bro. Like just trying to make the best out of life. But the the quote that I was going to state earlier was the fact that at the end of the day, like it's all a choice, right? Like take accountability for everything's going on in your life. It's all a choice. And when you lay back and, like, get comfortable, say you wake up fucking 12 p.m. one day, you comfy, you lazy and shit, and you feel like not getting up to get to whatever it is that you're trying to get to, that's on you. That's your choice. Yeah, you've made that decision, and you got to live with that shit. But you can also make the same decision to get your ass up and fucking go for it, whatever it may be. Yes. Whatever it may be. Yes, you can. But you talk yourself out of that shit so quickly just because of, I don't know, the circumstances or what shit look like or yeah, niggas would definitely worry about other people's of, perception. And, yeah, you know, so I just wanted to address that. You know, this show is supposed to be my fucking diary in a sense and fucking us touching on culture and taking accountability for our shit. So boom, 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 boom. BMF is a great ass show, by the way. If you guys haven't seen it, go watch that shit. Woo! No, I haven't checked it. I haven't checked it out yet. You? The guy that was trying to get me to watch every Black Stars entertainment show there was? Bro, I, Sex Education <laughs> Season 3 came out, and I had to rewatch every from Season 1. I and- love the fact that every episode that we talk about another show, you have another show for why you couldn't watch it. <laughs> no. 
yo, now nah, I'm just telling you, like, Blood Crusaders 4 just fought that. <laughs> It just, it just came out, nigga. It's got 152 episodes. I'm only on 65 right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's because I have an addictive personality, and when I like something, I like it hard. And I just... I'm not <laughs> mad at it. I'm just saying. Did you watch Squid Games yet? I'm in the middle of it right now. I'm on like episode five or six. So me and Shorty want to know, is it bingeable? Is it bingeable? Yeah. Should we binge it? It's... De- it's definitely bingeable. Um, what I'll say about what I'll say about <laughs> Squid Games. Hang on. Hey. It's just that niggas is like. I just wish sometimes, like, I I don't mind watching shit with um, subtitles, right? Mm. So I, I, first, let me say that, like, I I watched it with subtitles first, just because I wanted to get the authenticness of it first. And now I'm watching it with the dub. And I just... English dubs are horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Just just watch it. Hey. He got to create a new focus mode. I'll call her back. Yeah. um, Anyway. Call the podcast. Um, (laughs) But um, what was we talking about? Subtitles. Oh, yeah. So... Watching, yeah, like why are English dubs so terrible, my nigga? Like, like the the um the lady character who was fucking the like the um the bad guy. You, oh, you didn't watch it? Not yet. Oh, that's why I was asking if it was bingeable. Oh, I didn't give you nothing. All right, go ahead. I gave you nothing at all. Don't worry. I know the plot already. I already know what happens. I know that the old man he do to some shit. You know, I'm not. Gonna I don't tell even you. honestly. I'm just stuck on how some of these English dub voices are like. Who hired y'all niggas? Like, what? Why is it? It's just real disrespectful, D. Like, on a, like it really is sometimes. You, I be watching that shit, and I'm like, y'all niggas just didn't care. Like, you just didn't give a fuck. You just said, you just come in and read this shit. This is the commo- kind of the emotion I need you to have, and go from there, fuck nigga. Honestly, I did that. I hit a button. I'm gonna have to because it doesn't come through. You can't. You don't wear headphones, so you can't. He, you don't know. He doesn't wear headphones, so he doesn't. I'm know. giving him so much work to do. <laughs> so much work. To I love it. This is fucking great. Next um, week's episode is gonna sound awesome. <laughs> I'm just gonna no, let y'all know no, right now. All my bad. It's okay. New mic. Yeah, I know. Next week's episode is gonna sound amazing. Hey, welcome to the show. It really is. No, this new mic he's got is uh, quite wonderful. Yeah, you're making me want to go home and do things. You should, and you should put headphones on so you can hear your um, the monitor and hear how crispy it is. It's quite good. Here, actually, just give a listen real quick. Okay. You want to give me an... Oh, damn. Yeah, nigga. Yeah, nigga. That shit is crazy. I tried to tell you. That motherfucker no joke. <laughs> That's a I'm over here in heaven, nigga. This, this is great. I'm sorry. Yo, you know... I was listening to all of our shit the other day. I was listening to it th- during the drive. And I really like how you can hear the difference between like when we started and now. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, it's yeah. more frequent. It's a flow. The improvements are evident for sure. Yeah, shit's great. I, I'm very proud of us with a year. I don't know what day I should set as our like anniversary. 
for this shit. We um, just passed our 50th uh, episode, though. That was last episode. So, you know. That's for that. Boom. He's going to put in better gunshots boom, than the boom, actual boom. episode. So, you know what? <laughs> oh, God. Many, many. We changed this tag to many, many gunshots. <laughs> um... Uh, so let's dive into this syllabus you Go, got I'm typed sorry. up for us. Nah, nah, nah. It oh, is hold quick. up. I want to thank my nigga, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let, let's show let's show, let's show, show everybody what your boy you got know, you for your birthday and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yo, yeah, Avery yeah. Luke is one of the few people that lets me know that I, I am somebody on this planet. Next to my girl, obviously. And, um, oh, shit. Yeah, it's no joke, nigga. It's, it's, it's the Oh, it's the bro, I'm about set. to go dumb, dumb. All right, so I'm a nerd. We're nerds. And a nigga, we got he got me some magic fucking cards, nigga, with a I commander. Got him, I deck. got his first commander. It's deck. a commander. Deck. I got my man's first. You commander know how sad deck. I've been for the past year because ever since I got back to the fucking state, my first mission was I need to find my magic cards. Now that I know that black people play fucking magic, and I'm nasty. I'm, I'm not. And I have to, no idea of my skills. I'm anymore, not trying to toot my but, horn, but. I got to try before I leave. So this I'm episode, nice. we about to fly through this fucking syllabus, but I wanted to give thanks to my nigga A. Luke. Oh, yeah. We're going to have a nice little, he going to crack this motherfucker open. We might he might have him crack it live. We might have a nigga crack it live, and we're going to have a nice little game so you can try it nah, out. You know what I'm saying? Like I, he don't know this, too. I got I might have a couple cards. I might let him look through them. You know what I'm saying? Take a couple things. You know what I'm saying? I might have a couple things Bruh. for him. He don't know about yet. You know what I'm saying? All right. I don't know if y'all... Uh, see, I can't remember the artist's name right now. I want to say it's JJ the artist. Yeah, um, I think so. My man does the cards for magic. Black dude. He does magic? Yes, I've bro. only seen the Pokemons. Bro, no. He creates magic cards. Oh, I got to do a commission with the nigga. Come on, now. Yo. Holla at you, JJ. If holla it's you for you. sure, for sure, which I think it is, we I'm gonna holla, holla at, at you. you. Doesn't wait, doesn't Nala know that name? Yeah. Say, uh, we gonna fuck with you. <laughs> we gonna fuck with you. Shout out to him. I'm gonna fuck Yo, with you. Yo, shout out to any oh. black artists out here doing y'all thing. Whether you be a musical artist, uh, whether you be a painter, Facts. whether you be a cosmetologist, Facts. whether you be a ooh. What would you call a person that makes fragrances and things of that nature? Damn, the New York came out. I'm so sorry. I'm not sure, but that is a dope profession. If you are one of those people... My girl makes fragrances and shit. Oh, that's dope. I got I got some salts and shit. I'm going to have to bring y'all. Oh, shit. Look at that. Yeah, man. A little salt, little salt. Yeah, man. The okay. network, it builds. The brand. Hey, We're growing. You feel me? Hey. Um, Avery Luke, I'm sorry. Back to the syllabus. What you got? It's okay, player. So, um... First things first, let's go ahead and talk about some music. Let's get music out the way. Okay. Oh, what do no. you want to talk about? Oh, no. What happened? Uh-oh. I was supposed to go hiking tomorrow, but it looks like her son was in close contact with someone at school. Hope he's okay. Fuck that nigga. Fuck that nigga up. But anyways, um, so music has dropped since we've seen each other last. A few wow. things have come out. Um, Some folk in... In specific, <laughs> some folk in particular being um, Young Boy Never Broke Again and Meek Mill. And let me tell you something about that motherfucking young boy. He is, he is great. I, you know what? I just want to say applause to a young black man for putting music out and ch- this nigga, he, he got number one. 
from jail. He's the fourth artist to go number one from jail. Only the fourth. Oh, this the what? This is not the album, but so, this, this I is. I just want to play some young boy. I'm not mad at you. Rock out. Now, I don't know about your Twitter, but my Twitter talks a lot of shit about people that listen to NBA Youngboy. <laughs> but I don't give a fuck. I think people talk because they did the same thing. Go ahead, turn it down. I just want to play that for a minute. I think people talk because they don't listen. Because I ain't going to front. I ain't going to sit here and sound like a hypocrite. I did the same thing with NBA Youngboy in the beginning. When he first came out, I was like, who is this little nigga? I like the name. I like yeah. the name. The name is dope. Like, that's mad creative. That yeah. Surprised nobody else came up with that. I know that there was a song. I feel like Joe Budden had the song. Never Broke Again. Some shit, maybe. Somebody. But, um, I wanted to... Nobody listens. Kodak Black, for instance, right? When he came out. Not to bring that dude up with this particular gentleman, because I know whatever. But, uh... When he first came out, nobody was really hearing what he was saying. Nah, they just saw the antics and they saw, you know, the they saw what they wanted to see, but they didn't necessarily hear what was being said. And I was, his lyrics are fired. Packed. Fired. He is a lyricist. Packed. Like, like he obviously he makes obviously he makes songs for the like purposes of hits and shit like that. So like, uh, if you don't listen to his albums and stuff like that, you might not have a real understanding of his lyrical capability. But he be snapping like for real, packed for real. with lyrics. Snapping, like, young boy, packed with lyrics. And you, I'm not think. I think a lot of people when they think of lyrics, they're thinking of punchlines for days where it's that lyrical miracle shit. And nah, I'm not saying that. I'm saying the punchlines are there and he's talking about his life or he's talking about somebody else's life that's like caught on some shit. So, and I feel like that shit gets lost in the sauce. Being one of those people that used to look at that music like that because I wasn't really trying to hear no 42 Doug at one point in time. But you know what I think it is too though? I think us being from like the East Coast and specifically Connecticut where like, Similar to California, I feel like Connecticut doesn't. Regional? No, not just, not just that. What I mean is, similar to California, like, you know how people will say, like, people from California speak very clearly. Like, you hear every word that they're saying. Yeah. Like, I feel like people from Connecticut have a similar thing, like, where just how we speak in our dialect is, like, very direct, right? So I feel like a lot of people from the East Coast, they don't really care to listen to people who aren't as direct with their... um their speech right mm. so it might be difficult for people from up here to like listen to southern music and really appreciate it if they're unable to get past the southern drawl of the of the artist you know what i mean yeah the joy it's, of being from the south though or having family from the south yeah like for <laughs> instance like my nigga bino he from the west coast you know i i talk about him constantly I made a comment on a video of his like two years ago and like it got like a bunch of comments people just like talking about that nigga and shit like that right just um agreeing with my sentiment, my overall sentiment, that he was, like, underrated and slept on, all that shit, whatever, whatever. And somebody was, um, said, like, he felt like Bino would be bigger if, um, he didn't rap in cursive, so to speak, and, hmm. like, he was, um, a bit more easy to understand. And though I agree, like, a small percentage, I also feel like if people want to really, like, if people want to enjoy the art 
they'll do the work. You'll do the investigation. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't the, I didn't, what the lyrics are saying. Exactly. Like it's it's nothing for you to just Google the lyrics of a song. So like but I can I can see how like for instance Bino and Blast pretty much have been bubbling and came out around the same time. But Blast has taken off in the way that Bino has it. And I think it's because Blast is so much easier to understand. You don't have to do any lyric diving. You don't like you hear him one time, you know everything he's saying, and he's catchy as fuck, and he sounds great. Bino sounds great and he's catchy as fuck, but if you're not tapped in and you don't know what he's saying, exactly. it's harder for you to like want to go back to that song because you don't you it's not you know resonating with you because you don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. I hear that loud and clear. And I feel like that's just that's just the majority of a lot of people right now. But at the same time, that that draw actually brings people in. It brings me in. I love that shit, bro. Like I love the I love how people from the south or certain places in the south when they rap and when they speak, like they take like s's off of words. Mm. I love that. Ti does a lot of that. Um, fucking who? Yeah. Um, a lot of people do a lot of that. I'm getting high right now. Leave me alone. Um, <laughs> But if you if you listen to Southern rap, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, I want to say Chains does a lot of that. Chains does a lot of that too, for sure. Run up on your ass, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like no, <laughs> like wait, what? <laughs> I love Chains. Ah, oh, um. So what else we got? What else we got? What else uh, we got? I ain't pull up the silly. My bad. No, you good. Um. All right. If someone came to you in ten years, oh, yeah. wait. I got it. Okay. If somebody came up to you, right, right, in ten years, I was gonna save this for our next guest question. My bad. <laughs> I gotta get used to it. I'm sorry. Um. But if someone came up to you in the next ten years with the opportunity to shoot your biopic. Right? Yeah. What do you think the perception of you in the pick would depict now versus 10 years from now? Do you get my question? What do you think in the biopic at this time of life, in this juncture? Yeah. Right? When it got to 2020. Yeah. What would it show? What parts of it would you want it to show? It's your biopic. Okay. Right, you get to pick the actor. Yep. All that shit. Okay. But now we're getting to 2020, 2021. Okay. And this part, what do you think is going to be depicted in this part of your life? Like, what do you think people will get from this part of your life versus 10 years from now? And this is just a long shot. This is you using your imagination or uh, um, your morals in a sense. Well, of course, I want Michael B. Jordan to play me. Okay. Of course. He's got to go bald, right? He's yes. Go bald. He has to okay. go bald for the role, but who else? You can't unless, me. Or I was gonna say, unless <laughs> we could use some of that um that age technology on my man Jamie Foxx, bring him back a couple years. Yeah, that I, that that'd be no problem. Um I mean they used it for Will Smith and his son in that movie. We could do it. We can figure this shit out. We could do it now. I think my biopic would show a lot of fuckboyism. Like, a lot of fuckboy shit. I was, like, on some bum shit for, like, a, a long time. But I think it will show... I think it will show... Someone who was resilient. Someone who 
took a lot of punches and got knocked down a lot, but like just kept getting up. Um Yeah, I think it would show a fighter in in many senses. Um I think it would be part romantic comedy, part th- thriller horror. Hmm. <laughs> Okay. I feel like that was kind of my life. It was either a romantic comedy or it was a horror thriller. Like no, just... I, get, I hear you loud and clear. I get so, it. However we could bring that to life, I feel like that would be kind of what my shit would look like if I'm understanding the question correctly. All right. And in 10 years from now, yeah. that part, when they get to that part of the movie, what does so it like, look like? So like 10 years from now? Yep. 2031. Um, dopest dad ever. That's it. I'm trying to be like on some like Serena Williams dad type level, like on some like in pursuit of happiness type dad shit. Like I'm trying to be like super dad. I mean, type not movie. exactly like that. No, 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 no. Not emulating, <laughs> not emulating those people, but I just mean like I want to be the type of father that recognizes my children's us. greatness and. I don't know. Sorry. It's weird. <laughs> well. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't changed any type of setup. Nah, that's... <laughs> oh, no. What'd you do? I think I know what happened. I think because these are on the Bluetooth on, and my phone connects to those via Bluetooth sometimes. Ah. And there's no microphone on those. <laughs> So niggas I mean, just niggas just been popping in and just popping out. That's cool. I mean, it's all right. it's all right. we recorded. Do you want to? Uh, yeah, hold on. I'm going to just X that bitch out. <laughs> That's hilarious. Does Crime Mob knuck if you... I mean, does Crime Mob... Oh, my fat. I forget. Does Crime Mob... Is it knuck if you buck? Yeah. Yeah. Does Crime Mob knuck if you buck beat Bron Crusher? Yes. Bro, when he played it, when he played it, I was going stupid in the car. (laughs) Nigga, either either one is gonna put you in that spirit. Personally, I don't think Bone Crusher's. Hold on. Hot take. Uh oh, he's back. Hot take. Now listen, I fucked with Bone Crusher like the next nigga. But I didn't think that song was like super fucking dope. I just thought it was dope. But I think there was other shit that came from the South in that same time frame that was way doper. Like um, Lil Scrappy's um, Headbusters. Like, I think that shit is way harder. I, but that's me. I like Get On My Level. Get On My Level. What? what? Get On My Level. What? what? You could, bitch Get nigga, you could never, never ever, ever, never ever, ever, ever. ever. ever, ever. Ever, ever, ever. ever. <laughs> Yo, I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall in the studio. Bruh. Like the one homie. Hey, yo, Scrappy, but listen, though. Listen, though, baby. What if you did something like this right here? Listen to this. Bitch, nigga, you could never, ever, 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 ever get on my level. And then John will come in and say, what? I think it would be crazy. 
my level. Yeah. Say it a couple of times. And you see how you feel about it. <laughs> Bitch, nigga, you can never. <laughs> I remember the first time I heard that song, Unedited. It was the first time I heard it, I was on like MTV or BET, right? So it was edited. And all you hear is, you could never, ever, ever, ever. So the first time I hear it unedited, I'm like Bitch, 14. You can never. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this is way more aggressive. Wait a minute. This song, nigga, this song just went up three points on the scale, nigga. Oh, man. <laughs> you start the hook. Bitch, nigga, you Bitch, could never, nigga, ever. You could never, ever. Al, shout out to those that will not be named on this podcast because I don't want to sound like a jock writer, but I watch that podcast all the time. Anywho, I need to sample stilettos. After hearing it this morning, crime mob stilettos, I'm going to sample it. Princess's voice on that shit is too crispy. At you better the vi- do it for him, make it does. Yeah, him make- exactly. He not paying attention to this video. We'll be fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> be fine. Um. All right. Well, now that we know we're back, did, did ten years from now you're gonna be the greatest dad ever, right? I'm just gonna be a dope ass dad, a great husband, and like, oh, and the best cover band singer. Oh, this nigga gonna be the wedding singer. He's gonna oh, be the black you wedding don't singer. Know. He's gonna have a movie, y'all, and it's gonna be called the Black Wedding Singer. Know. <laughs> and it's gonna be a biopic of Avery Lewis. I'm life. coming to fuck. <laughs> listen, I'm I'm already here, and I'm fucking the game up, nigga. So listen, we had a show. Thank this is this is a thank God moment, right? You know what I'm saying? We had a show uh, Saturday at a place called Six Strings and it's right across the street from the Gillette Stadium and like the the the, the Patriots like little plaza area shit. Oh, you telling them what happened? Oh, I thought you were telling them what happened this weekend. I'm sorry. Oh, with the nigga not showing up? Oh, no, the, the show that was going across the street from your show. Oh, nah, yeah, that was great. I mean, ugh, that sucks for me. We still got paid. No, so. no, no. I just thought that that's what you were going at. Oh, no, no, My no, bad. No, no. I didn't mean to interrupt your story. Oh, no, it's all good. So we played at this bar called Six Strings, and um, the owner of that bar owns four other very huge, very profitable, very big bars that, like, if you get booked at those bars, like, you're doing big things and you're getting good payouts, right? So we he came down to see us play because we were supposed to play at his his other bar the night before, but you know, there was a situation that happened in um, technical difficulties. We weren't able to play, but we, they still paid us. So, you know, it's all love to that place as well. Uh, shout out to the harp. Um, so we played a show. Niggas did what the fuck they were supposed to do. Shout out to my band post. You know what I'm saying? We did what we had to do. And the owner was like, just so impressed, like so impressed. The fucking sound guy was like, bro, I went up to every one of our managers and was like, if they don't book you guys sooner than later, like, they're doing the worst thing they can do business-wise. <laughs> like, the bouncers was coming up to us. It was, like, so much love, so much fucking love. So, shout out to the people at Six Strings who came out that night on Saturday. <laughs> and, like, I just know, like, it's going to be so many opportunities for us to showcase what we're able to do and, like, put ourselves in position to really fuck niggas up out here in this cover band gang. Y'all shouldn't have let a nigga in. You shouldn't have let me in. 
because I'm coming to take all your jobs. So that is how your bio. Oh shit! That's how your biopic will basically end: is you becoming the greatest cover band singer of all time. Pretty much. And you being at like whose wedding? Jay Z and Beyonce are gonna renew their vows, and Avery is gonna be there to be the singer for the wedding, and it's gonna be great. They're not gonna pick Usher. They're not gonna pick anybody else. All right, I'm a. Why don't you? No, no, no. I'm putting it down. I'm sorry. I was getting overzealous. I respect. Uh, <laughs> all right, so who? I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. I, I love you. I love you. I'm sorry. Who would I get to play me? Um, Kanye. Kanye is up there, bro. That picture of Kanye and Coach is you. Yeah, I know that's me. That shit is wild, bro. I know. All I, I got to <laughs> put on is glasses. Glasses and cover my hair. Boom. Kanye, bro. It's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Let you, let you let that shit grow out just a little bit. Who would I want? Nah. Besides Kanye, I don't care if he doesn't look like me. Uh, the nigga that plays the Rizza on Wu-Tang. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I'd or win. you know who else I want to play me? The the little boy, the little the the kid that plays young um what's the black nigga's name on fucking This Is Us? Fuck. Fuck me and Continue keep talking. Alright, so kid version, if we doing that, I'm going with the dude that's from Connecticut. I think he's from Connecticut, if I remember correctly, from Stranger Things. Oh yeah, that's a great one. That's a great one. Or the nigga from the shy. Another great one. Pulling up this IMDB real quick. I need information when I need it. Love the internet. Okay, yeah, young Randall. This nigga right here. Niles Fitch. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this young handsome brother. I can respect that. Yeah, Niles Fitch oh. got a Niles Fitch got Oh, play I me. lied. I know who I want to play me, but I can't think of his name. Um Damn, bro. All right, so we got Alex Robert. Right? Is that his real name? Yeah, Alex Robert. Or Alex Hibbert. Excuse me. I would want him to play me as a kid. Um, or, I can see that, actually. I can actually see that, yes. Or... For the grown-up me, The Purge. First Purge, right? That's what that shit was called. I wonder who he pulling up. First Purge cast. This nigga. Oh. The fine nigga that everybody <laughs> calling fine. That's the nigga that they all call fine. Nah, it's no pauses there. Every person, any woman that's ever seen that nigga, just only the way they identify him. Yalin Noel. I want Yalin Noel to Wasn't play Wasn't he the nigga in Moonlight? He was in Moonlight. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. In, He was in a Girls Trip. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want him to play me. He another one of them that could take any of our ladies. <laughs> Drop of a dime. J. Cole Lyons. Stop playing games. That nigga pull up. Your wife might change your mind. I'm sorry. It's going. I know you think Michael B. Jordan is that, that nigga, but that nigga? <laughs> you know how many times I had to pause and stop the movie? Like, look, look. Stop Listen, looking at him like that. Chill out. <laughs> we know, all right? Just give you know what I'm saying? Um, Make me feel handsome. How I think 2020, 21 would depict me. Uh, I think it would show that I didn't quit. Uh, 15 years later, after shit 
you know, hit the fan. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I really wanted to. I would really hope that it showed like the pulleys and the gears and the fact that I was never sitting on my ass just waiting for shit to fall into my hands or some shit. Um, or the fact that I never played the comparison game with my friends and I always found it was very weird that people would like, nah, nigga, I want to see you flourish. But if you're going to sit here and try to make me feel bad about trying to see you flourish, then maybe I need to reevaluate things. Maybe I need to think over who should be in my life receiving said type of love. Um, And I really hope that's just depicted. I really hope that part of the story is like, I always put people's feelings first, way before mine, which usually fucks me up in life. So I hope that part is like really, really defined within the movie. Like, nah, as much as people thought or, you know, assumed he was doing whatever, this was what really was going on, like behind the scenes. All about my nieces, nephews, my family, my niggas. It is what it is. Um, and then in 10 years from now, I just hope to be the Dosakis man. Um, me and my wife be living it up, having people come to the crib. The Dosa- Dosakis? Yeah, Dosakis. Dosakis? Dosakis? Is that how you say Dosakis? it? Dosakis? Dosakis. I want to be the most interesting man alive. All right? Yeah, swear, 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 and swear, swear. I'm going to just have mad ventures underneath my belt on some fucking Shaquille Hill shit. And yeah, bro, I just... You're going to take over the fucking world. Fix your fucking crown. Be better than your experience. OBTC, nigga. Hey, yo, so we got some um, real quick. I just want to shout out and highlight something that's really important that just happened in the black community. In case y'all were unaware, Elton John says that Young Thug freestyles better than Eminem. Can we get a round of applause? Ladies and gentlemen, for the black community. Oh, damn, I got the soundboard on. <laughs> oh, snap. Uh, damn, they didn't even catch none of that shit the first half. Inside joke, y'all catch you later. Inside joke, catch you later. Why wouldn't anybody say that before, though? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Well, to both instances. To Elton John say <laughs> That thug rap spitter. This picture Eminem. is just so great. <laughs> you got Eminem on the right looking angry, angry. and rapping. Elton John just looking Confused. Elton, very Elton. And then Young Thug just smiling, showing up to Pearly White. Those are some fire-ass glasses on Elton, though. Jesus. Yo, Thugger's veneers are some of the cleanest, cleanest veneers cleanest. I've ever, cleanest. ever witnessed cleanest. in my freaking lifetime, bro. There's, what? They, you know, you're not even mad that they fake. Not yo, the, the homie um Prado was at the J. Cole concert. Oh, word, yeah, did he enjoy himself? <laughs> oh, you said Prado, excuse me. Did she enjoy herself? Hopefully, she did. I'm drunk, leave me alone. When you hear it, you'll hear it. Ah, <laughs> Woo. good times. So and we lucky <laughs> we got him. Boom, 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 boom. Um, 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 um. So you haven't listened to the we um no we did music but we haven't we skipped over one thing um so you didn't listen to the Meek Mill album right no and you don't plan to right for at least two years. <laughs> uh no, it's gonna come on whenever it comes on. <laughs> you know, whenever it makes its way to my algorithm. Oh god. 
at a random playlist, but yeah, you know, I'm not rushing to it. I like Meek, but I'm not. I'm not a. I don't know. I'm not a fan. No, no, no. I know. I don't want to say it like that. I ain't it's, no, it's okay to say you're not a fan. Like you, you appreciate certain songs of his, but he's yeah. not someone that you're following. Yeah. And yeah. then once y'all told me that he didn't give me anything better than that last intro that everybody loves, then now that last intro was like dumb. This one is all right. So let me minute. give. Go ahead. Y'all thought I was no. I'm sorry. That's all I wanted. <laughs> so that's one of the greatest songs ever written. Um. So let me give y'all my critique of the album, right? Not that nobody asked for it or cares, but you're going to get one anyway. So here's the thing. It, if you didn't know some of these songs were Meek Mill, you would think it was a new rapper who really enjoyed Lil Durk and people of that ilk. And that's my critique of the album. There are certain songs where he's rapping with no auto-tune, and you can clearly tell who it is, and it's like, it's unmistakable, like, yes, this is Meek Mill, da 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 But for a, a large majority of the album, it's honestly a lot of songs that, again, if you were unfamiliar with who this was and you didn't know whose album you had, you know, clicked on, you would think this was just some new nigga that really liked Lil Durk, and especially liked the way that Lil Durk structured his songs over the past two years. Um, there's a couple of songs, one in particular, uh, Love Money. That song literally sounds like it was either written for Lil Durk or Lil Durk wrote it and then gave it to someone. And I know that's not something we do in hip hop. So, you know, no accusations being made there. It's just interesting, I think. Um, I don't know. This whole era that we exist in where it's okay to be and sound like someone else is just very interesting to me. I don't like it. But from what I hear, and that was one of the, one of my biggest upsets during my schooling was the fact that they said it like during class and was like, damn, I still can't pull myself to fully do it. Uh, what? Good artists create their own stuff. Great artists still. That's a fact, right? But I think that I think that when people say great artists, still at least this is my interpretation of it, right? I think that when people say great artists, still they they're referring to how like you know no idea is completely original, and a great artist is probably someone who has spent a large amount of time, you know, um, studying music and gaining some sort of knowledge in whatever particular genre, and is able to pull from a lot of different places. Um, based on the music that they've listened to and they don't always necessarily recognize that they might be using something that they've heard without thinking that it's an original idea they've come up with. Right. And they're probably also talking about the niggas that sample shit and then they make the hits out of those and shit like that. So you know what I'm saying? Um, either way, I just always find it baffling and it's like, bro, so now you're telling me as much as there, I think there was a, a span where they were like, Pushing for people to make more and more original shit and steer away from sampling because people were getting sued and all this other crap. It's like, bro, like, how else is that shit supposed to thrive? That's where this music came from. Niggas sampled jazz music, like, niggas sampled R and B hits and made the magic that is hip hop. Like, 
and R and B for that matter. Now, like R and B is full of fucking flips, samples and samples flips and, and chops mm-hmm. and all that jazz. I think how I don't. Ha- I've never seen. I've never had an issue with people sampling things or like taking from a you know a, a classic hit record and like trying to repurpose it, flip it, if you will, um, for today's stuff if it's done right. But there's just certain shit that y'all do sometimes, and I'm like, you chop it up, you don't, you don't, you pitch it down, you throw an 808 over it, you don't really add anything else to it. It's the same exact song. You didn't really do anything to it. You just like, how do you feel? I personally don't love when someone samples like a classic song, and then they might not necessarily sing the same hook but they're singing the same hook melody same hook cadence just with different words i don't really like that i get that i like when people sample a, a classic song and you you do something original okay. with what you've taken so you do enjoy drake's too sexy then yeah in that standard yeah okay no i'm asking yeah I'm yeah asking. yeah because he took it and then he made it his own and future floated on that bitch Versus, I'm trying to think another song where it's really not, it's not that subtle. Because that, that one's a real subtle one. It's right in the hook. Sexy, it hurts. Boom. Bam. Nigga, I'm out of here. <laughs> too sexy. Uh, too sexy. Booms. Whatever. Cool. I'm trying to think of another one. Lotto shit was something similar. Freaky Girl. The Freaky Girl flip. From um, she's a very freaky girl. Gucci gets it from her mother. That shit. Her shit was dope, but I think hers is mainly the beat. No, she had the hook too. Yep. I think she did. Yep. Uh, I'm here for it. I don't have no quarrels with it, but just to know that that's what they're literally teaching you in school. It's like, no, still, bro. Still, still as much as possible. Still, what you can, while you can, before they catch you. And get that bread before they stretch you. Because they will spread you thin. Alright, so on a somber... Oh, not somber. On a more serious note before we go. I need all... I need everybody to be safe. Number one. Everybody on the planet. Everywhere. Please be safe. COVID's still here. Among that, it's the fall. People are gonna act up before the winter. That's a fact. <coughs> it's fuck around season. Yeah, like, watch your back. Fuck around, fall. Be aware of your surroundings. Uh, Women in particular, black women in particular, I need y'all to either travel in groups, let people actually know when you get to your destination safely, Um, all the above. Like, black men, look out. Men in general, if you have a black spouse, whoever. I got one. Look out. I got one. Shoot. Men. Don't do things to make women have to have these Come precautions. On, bro. bro, I seen a video the other day. This girl was um advertising some shit. It it was like a it looked like a scrunchie and then it turns into like this fucking this cup cover for like when girls go to the bar. It's like a cup cover and then it just has a, a hole for a straw. It like comes with a straw and shit and so and it's so that you know they don't drug you know drug your shit while you're at the bar. Yep. And it's just like That's you know, why does somebody even, even have, have to, to invent that? Like what the fuck is wrong with men, bro? There's men. Are there's contraptions so, for uh, your stuff, for protection. Oh, so, uh, yeah, we're horrible. But 
Fam, there's a story. This all came to my attention because there's a story of this young lady who opened the door for a delivery man down in Atlanta. And the man made his way into the apartment and was there for a significant amount of time before he left. So, what the fuck? Like, please be aware. If you got the ring, please get the ring. Use the ring. You know what I'm saying? Get get you one of them. Men, stop doing shit to make women have to do these things. And other men that aren't doing these terrible things, look out for women. And if you see other men doing correct terrible things, niggas. correct niggas. Real talk. Okay? It's fade season. It is fade Gladly. season. And a nigga gonna be bundled up to deliver. Whew. The warmth. <laughs> Ain't nothing like being bundled and wanting to fight somebody. Question for you. Um, I just thought about something. Is this just like an anomaly or are you a low-key like um, magical um, wizard genius? D- okay, so o- OBTC, right? Mm-hmm. Right? OBTC, right? Your birthday is October 3rd, right? The number three is often used in place of B, right? You mix those letters around. What you got? OBTC. Now, did you did you think about that? Is this Or is this like... You're I'm not going to tell us? Because I was thinking like, yo, that's kind of... That's kind of crazy, nigga. I just amazing, man. That's, that's kind of hard, nigga. That's like one of those mixed. That's like one of those um those battle rap bars that you don't get to <laughs> a week later. And then when you finally listen back, you're like, wait a minute. Oh my god! I'm just Don saying, Demarc, man. Demarc, Demarc. Don DeMarco. Don DeMarco. <laughs> I love battle rap. Uh. <laughs> uh. Oh, I thought I had a battle rap announcement. Um, let me double check. I thought I put something in here. Uh, well, versus, ladies and gentlemen, is coming up, and uh, Big Daddy Kane will be going against. Well, I'll never see those words again. Okay. By the way, uh, Kane is going against KRS One, so that should be interesting. Hey, it should be a very New York like show. Omarion needs to stop. Everybody needs to stop. Hey yo, I stop ain't gonna playing front. with him. Stop playing with I him. I love the TikTok. Bro. Stop playing with him. I love I love the fact that everybody decided. You know what? Yep. You know what, Marion? Let's remind you. You on to something, bro? <laughs> <laughs> you are on to something. Mm. <laughs> that beat is fire, though. Is that scissor in the background? That beat that he's dancing to? Because that sounds like the track after uh, Good Days. A baby. Baby, SZA is amazing. Her music production. Yo, SZA, please just drop your project soon. Like, please, please, because we're all waiting. We're all waiting. We're all waiting. And you're gonna be in rotation heavy for months, I'm sure. So, uh, with that being said, I don't think I really have anything else. Nah, we've been going for um about an hour ten. Yeah, we gotta we gotta open up these cards. We are gonna open up these cards. Maybe get a match here. You know what I'm saying? So um. You know, with that being said, why don't you let these motherfuckers know what's up, baby? Uh, um, follow the kid, OBTC underscore pro, uh, Dopa, D-O-P-A, I bless your classy, on IG, fix your crown, fix it. on YouTube, all your DSPs, all up. come see your boy on Twitch, do say if I do say, do say, do say. um, yeah, like, 
you know, everything's good over here. We just working. I'm trying to do some Saturday shows soon. Just Close. him, because I be working on the He weekends. be working. He be, he be out here working on his actual craft, though. Not like working for the man. You feel me? My nigga be out working here. Working for myself. Hearing this shit. So that's what I'm trying to do. So I figure we got to uh, diversify the bonds. Diversify your bonds and liquefy your assets, bro. You feel me? Build the brand. So we're going to bring some people in on the weekends, talk some shit, smoke, drink. Hopefully, if my man get a weekend off, he can come through, too. Pull up on and head. You know? Um... But yeah, shout out to everybody, everywhere, all the businesses, whatever. Avery Luke, you got something soon you know you want to say to the people? Nah, I just want to say thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to hear more from the brothers at the Fix Your Crown podcast, please feel free to go back and listen to our previous episodes. And if you really enjoy what you're hearing, please make sure that you leave us a little bit of a rating and a comment. It would really help to yeah, you can spread leave us the word. One, um, uh, a comment and um, Apple Music. I'm sorry, you can you can do that. You can like literally leave yeah. us a comment. The comments are great. Know? We love comments. We like comments. Absolutely. Please leave us comments. Um, it's your boy, Every Luke 217, 217, however you say it. Just make sure you said it. Um, see y'all niggas next week. Peace, bitch. It's your phone, so you got to turn it off. Adios. Now nah, I got it. <laughs> I got it.